Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to Logically Irrational with my parents, Ty Strickland and Melissa Rycroft. He's a little logical. Until I start gossiping. And she's a little irrational. You've got nothing. <laughs> but together, they make the perfect combo. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Logically Irrational. Hello. Hey, Tybo. What's happening? Oh, you know, another week. Boy, I mean, I just got home and we are moving. Well, we've had to move around a lot on Mm -hmm. when we record this podcast. Try to do it mornings. That gets tough with you. It's hard for you to come home at lunch. Evenings are hard for me because I'm usually the shuttle. But we will make this happen. Make it happen, Captain. Um, I have bad news Uh for you. Oh, boy. For you. This is the first time this has happened because usually it's me. Usually I get complaints about what I have done, what I have said. Oh, no, what did I do? Um, You were wrong last week. Oh, about the shot thing? It was pointed out. She was quick, too. Like, that episode dropped, and 10 minutes later, (laughs) she was in my DMs. And I got nervous because when you get a message on Instagram, you can only see, like, the first three lines and all it saw well something like i hate blank and i was like oh Oh, no no, it's already starting i don't remember what she said but um it was actually this whole long paragraph of she likes the podcast and this it was really sweet but she said ty was completely wrong about johnson and johnson my husband works in pharmaceuticals and i know this and you know I wrote back and I was like, I knew it. Thank you. And she responded. She goes, I think it's funny that I wrote this entire paragraph to you. And that was the one thing that you responded on. (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry. I was a little excited. Um, But she demanded an apology. She did? Yeah. Well, in a a fun way. Yeah. She just said. Yeah. No, I I was, well, I don't remember what I said. I think I said that doesn't sound right. Because I was saying the other two are like 90% effective and... That one was 65, 70. And you said, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, there, there is. There is a way. It's also a really bad week to be Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I'm i laughing. It's not It's not funny. But um, we get our second dose next, next week. week. I would like to record this podcast before then, just in case I get knocked out like I did last time. Because I don't want to like go MIA yeah. again and... And yeah. the second one's supposed to be worse, too. Yeah, I was talking to some friends who said their first one was worse. And they had symptoms like I did, where they were just really exhausted and wiped out. But then come second shot, they were fine. So Hopefully that's the case. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I also did get a DM. And this was this was one for me. And I think her real name might have been Real Thoughts 80. Do we remember Real Thoughts 80? I do. From a few weeks ago. She I was do. a pleasant. She was pleasant. Yeah. Wonderful. Had wonderful, a lot of good things to say. Delightful woman. Very optimistic. She sent me a message in my Instagram that she hated last week's podcast. And she told me to keep my, quote, liberal mask wearing views off of the podcast or she would not listen again. Hmm. <laughs> There's so many things wrong with that. I went, well, first of all. I don't think I have liberal views on wearing the masks, do I? And second of all, 
it's my podcast and I yeah. think that I can tell her to stop listening. I think I can talk about what I, here's the thing. I tried. I do this a lot of times when people are just ugly or snarky. I write out a really good response and then I delete it. Like I'm um, like, I'm not going to engage, say, but it feels really good to get it off my chest. And I'm not sure, honestly, if I sent it or not, because I wrote it out and then something happened in like my Instagram quit and they went, ah. so I went back in and I couldn't find the message anymore. So I went, did I send it? Did I delete it? Did I, I have no idea? I don't know, but well, real thoughts, 80. Thanks for that. I just love the love and positivity that continues to come. Let's stop talking about her. Okay. Done. Yeah. Like, like I didn't use maybe, her name. Maybe she responded because we talked about her. She gave us another one star review. Um, you know what we did not talk about last week? which I'm shocked, um, on Easter Sunday, right before the kids went out to go find their Easter eggs, what did we find right at the bottom of our front steps? Mm, I don't want to talk about it. Maybe a listener can help us with this. Well, they've been very helpful. First of all, I pronounced feral wrong. It's feral. Feral cats. Yeah. Yeah. And they told me to go to animal control and get them too. They said that's the best place to go. To get, oh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, to get the cats? Yeah. Okay. Um, I yes. think that they won't give you cats, though, if you're going to keep them outside. I thought. I, well, I don't oh, know. no, I'm thinking Humane Society. Is that the same thing? Mm -mm. Two different things? No. Um, so, yeah, y'all, we found, a, we know we've had copperheads. Like this, we have them. Yeah, I think this was the At the line. house. and Eight. They've, they've never been that it. close, though. They're always far, or they're by like the pool equipment or the air conditioning unit. Um or down by a part of the house that we're just not at. This was, if we had walked downstairs, our kids are always barefoot outside. They would have gotten in, in front of the snake. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. And our niece was a rock star. She yeah. went and found a shovel and she knocked his head off. I said, wow, you were much more handier than Ty. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have been here. I, um, yeah, th this is a, this is a problem. This is, one of the few things that would make me want to sell the house. Well, obviously, not obviously. For those that don't know, a copperhead is one of the most venomous snakes. I don't, I don't know the scale of venom, but it's they're, they're poisonous and they are snake. not, they're, they're bad. And they blend in bad completely. News. I'm going to post a picture on my Instagram tomorrow and show everybody. I don't think I did. You can't see this thing. I circled it in the picture and I was still having to squint going, where is it? Yeah, and, and it was a baby kind. too. And we know what happens if yeah, there's babies. The mama's around. I somewhere. bet she's under our house. I bet her and dad <sighs> are down there procreating right now. Gosh. How does a snake procreate? They lay eggs. But how do they get the eggs? Hmm. How do they get them? What? I don't know. They hatch. I understand that. How does this woman snake become pregnant? Um, like how everybody else becomes yeah, I mean, pregnant? What? <laughs> uh, Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see it's not a stupid question? Like, well, I mean, it, anatomy. It, we, I, I've never seen two snakes humping, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's what happens. Hey, Siri. You know? huh. Because they are, um, yeah, no, that's, that's, I think that's how it happens. That's do how it like works. They do on the Discovery. I don't, channel? I'm acting like I know. I just assume, um, because they, have you ever seen, like on Naked and Afraid, sometimes right. they'll get a snake and the snake will have eggs. I know I know yeah. the snake 
carries well, so the eggs and lays the eggs. I don't know. I thought you were thinking maybe the eggs are fertilized once that once they're out of her and then. No, I, I'm honestly asking. I have no idea. Like same with birds that lay eggs. Do birds do this it? This is a fascinating conversation we're having. I think here. it probably is for a lot of people. People are laughing at us right now. I, I think sound. there's something with animals that have eggs. I'm not what? sure that intercourse takes place. It has to how be. Did, how else would they be fertilized? Uh, well, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, tell me your best guess there. <laughs> so the woman lays the egg, and then the, the guy comes and squirts his venom into each egg, and that's how it fertilizes it. No, I don't know. I miss that. Have, you know what? It's it's most reptiles reproduce sexually and have internal fertilization. Males have one or two penises that pass sperm from their cloaca to the cloaca of a female. <laughs> fertilization occurs with the cloaca and fertilized eggs leave the female's body through the opening in the cloaca. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> it's evidently a very commonly you searched thing. You didn't have thing. to type in no. much, did you? <laughs> no, just like the first couple of things. Well, you know what? I think this was worth the price of admission for everybody that tuned in today. We learned about a cloaca. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-oh. Go. While some snakes lay eggs in a nest, others keep them inside their bodies until they hatch. Either way, female snakes don't necessarily need a mate to produce eggs. Aha! Uh -huh. I'm not an idiot. Surprisingly, a single snake who's never been bred with a male can give birth to viable young which she can fertilize all by herself. Now that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I knew there was something to that. I watched so much discovery, you know, Ava and I sit like dorks and watch planet earth. I knew it. So there's so, no, uh, yeah. I wonder what the point of the male. What's, what's the, yeah. What's the point of the male? Who knows? Men, hmm. you're so useless, you know, men, you. men snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Men copperheads. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, and we, switching gears a little bit, we have a fun weekend coming up. We're so late on this. It's Ava's birthday party. It, it her is. birthday was way back in February. I'm so jealous, too, because y'all are going oh, to yeah. a escape room. Right. A so kid's escape room. We were trying to think of something fun and unique, but that people would be able to come to. Like, I still think there's a lot of party. She wanted to do it at Great Wolf Lodge. I was like, kiddo, nobody's going to be allowed to go. Nobody's mother is going to make you let you go right now to Great Wolf. And so I looked and there is an escape room in our town and it's, they have these family friendly ones. Hers is themed like once upon a time. So they are trying the whole time to search for like Rapunzel's key and That's get cool. out. It's just really fun. It's her and six of her girlfriends and she's just been looking forward to it. Bless her heart. I have noticed though, so she's hit 10. She's starting, I think the hormones are kicking in for with sure. Ava? With Ava. Like she's getting little at, she's very testy and short. And I've caught her a few times today. I'm like, Ava, babe, relax. It's not a big, it's not a big deal. And then I sit back and I'm like, is it like just happening now that we're getting grouchy? And I don't think that you have seen this. Sis has a bunk bed. And she's got a full bed and then over um, like the, her, the head of the bed where she sleeps is a twin bed. Am I making sense yeah, of that yeah. at all? And so when she's in bed laying up, she can see the slats of the twin bed. And I was tucking her in the other night and up on, hanging up on the slats, she has pictures of Nick Jonas, The Rock, Uncle Jesse, which man, I'm, I'm all... <laughs> 
like Uncle Jesse. That yeah. one has carried through this, generations. This has happened fast too. Like it was like overnight. She is completely boy crazy. No, she's not completely. Yes, she boy is. Crazy. We were watching. You boys were out doing something, and she and I were watching um, my best friend's wedding. Remember that movie, Julia Roberts, Cameron? It's like Cameron Diaz's yeah. first movie, and um, Dermot. Mulroney, I hope I said that right. Do you remember him? He was really cute. See the guy in the movie? Yes, he's one of the guys. And she looked at him and she goes, oh my gosh, mom, who is that? And he fits into her description. Like she's got a typical type. She likes him tall, dark, and handsome. But Let's stop talking about I this. I can't because it's so funny to me. And I love that she talks about it with me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sweet girl. So my last name is going to be Nick Jonas. And I'm like, well, you don't really understand how that works, but sure, sweetheart, your last name will be Nick Jonas. I love it because I remember every girl had posters up and my room was covered with like Derek Jeter, JTT. Not my sweet girl, though. Devin Sawa. No, just your hooker of a wife that had the yeah. pictures up. Yeah, well, of course you would. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, all right, you ready? Yeah. Um, we have a Tants and Rants. We have some big announcements from reality stars that were made this week. Super quick reality roundup. We just have a couple of recommendations. And then I have a fun game time for you. Oh, sweet. It I like that. was, um, I got the idea last week. You know when we were talking about the Real Housewives of Dallas headlines and stuff that were coming out? And so I was like, can you guess the fake news story? Okay. Okay? Shall sounds, we? Sounds good. Yeah. Challenge yep. accepted. Accepted. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. So can you tell us what you is on your heart that you want to share? Yeah. Um, obviously, like this year has been a lot for a lot of people. And I've ran from myself for a long time. I've hated myself for a long time. And I'm gay. And I came to terms with that earlier this year and have been processing it. And um, the next step in all of this was sort of letting people know. I'm still nervous, but... Um, I heard it on the radio. Yeah, man. So we heard, we heard, I had heard last night, they, they kept this under wraps. They either just filmed this or they really kept it quiet. But it came out last night that he was going to do a huge tell-all interview on GMA. And at first you just thought, okay, this is going to be over everything that happened a year ago with Cassie and he's going to tell his side of the story. Well, then reports start coming out. This is actually going to be a coming out interview. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's big. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's a, there, there's a lot to that. So I was really invested in watching it um, this morning and we'll get to what I think about it, but um, it's, I, it makes me sad. You know, he obviously was keeping this in for a very long time for a lot of reasons, you know? And then- Well, okay. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What? He was keeping it in for a long time. Because he said he knew when he was six years old. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, you didn't watch the interview. No. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it wasn't so he went on the Bachelor. So well, let's okay. let's go ahead and get into that. So there are let's start with that side of it, and that there are people upset uh, about this. You know, you have the people that are doing the we knew all along, which to me is a load of crap. Like it's not anybody's place to tell somebody, I thought you were gay the whole time. Like that's that nothing really infuriates me like that. That's just such a dumb statement. Um, but yeah, people think that if you knew back when you say you did, he said he, he felt something was off when he was like six. And then in high school, he realized what it was. Well, why did you then go on the show and make this public and then kind of continue the facade? And this is what, this was his response when, when Robin asked that. So many people were cheering you on and wanting you to find love. And now they may feel that you misled the public and misled those women from that season. Yep. How do you address people who feel that way? I thought a lot about this too of, do I regret being The Bachelor? And do I regret handling it the way that I did? I do. Um, I wish that I would have been courageous enough to fix myself before I broke anybody else. I literally remember praying, praying to God the morning I found out that I was a bachelor and thanking him for making me straight. I remember that vividly of saying like, finally, you're letting me be straight. Finally, you're giving me a wife, a fiance, and then I'm going to have the kids and then I'm going to have the house and then I'm going to have all this. I've known that I've been different since the age of six and I couldn't process it and I couldn't put my finger on what it was until high school, my freshman year, when I knew I was gay. So he didn't answer the question. Well, so... He explained when he became The Bachelor that he felt basically this was a sign from God that I'm not going to be gay and I'm going to get my wife and then I'm going to get my kids and I can live the life that he thought everybody around him wanted him to live. Now, it does not explain why he signed up to be on Bachelorette two years prior to that, right? Obviously, he went through the whole process to be a contestant on The Bachelorette. So so he's claiming that whenever he got to be the bachelor. Yeah. That that was a sign that he was not gay. Like that changed the way that he felt. He took it as a sign that God was going to make him not gay. Does that make sense to you? I'm not in that position. I can't tell you what, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not saying right or wrong. I just like, that doesn't make sense to me. It may not rationally make sense to anybody, but I can see how it sounds like he, if you want something bad enough that you can will it, maybe think I can will it into fruition and I can change this. And I have everything in front of me. So people, I I do by that. Well, I'm just, I'm trying to throw things out from what he said. I listen, people that have listened to this podcast for a while. know I wasn't really a huge Colton fan. I did not like him on the show. Um, I do though, when I was watching this interview and you really should watch it, he looked first terrified. Like I I would imagine when you say the words like I am gay out loud and it's about to go public, that's a very scary, like there's no going back and I'm nervous. And I got that sense from him that it was real. It does not explain, like I said, why he signed up to go. Whose bachelorette season was he on? I don't even remember. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then he went on Bachelor in Paradise and then obviously went on to be that, The Bachelor. So people were saying he was just looking for fame 
this whole time? Is it true? Is it not? I have no idea. And then the other side, not the other side, but another reason people are really upset about this is because it seems like now we're just going to forget what happened a year ago where he was charged with stalking and harassing and putting tracking devices and stalking her family. I Um, don't think that he's asking you to forget that. No, 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 no. The media now is like, people are going, why are we giving him an outlet when he is, he's a harasser and he's a stalker. Like that. I'm just telling you what's out there. Like that's, that's an argument. I I don't see how the two things are. They just don't even want him to have a platform. Just just don't don't give him airtime. Don't pay him money. Don't, well, I mean, to be real honest with you, I, I don't know why he is getting airtime. I don't know why it's a big deal. I think this is a huge You said it was a huge deal. Like I, why? Because we have known him in the in the Bachelor Nation world. Like to your mom, they don't care. You know, it's just it's a it's a man that has made an announcement. But to those of us that have known him for years, listening to his story, to me it was just heartbreaking of he kind of got caught stuck in this cycle of like, well, now I'm in the facade. I don't think he realized when he signed up for the bachelor stuff that these days on bachelor nation, when you become final four, maybe into a lead, people are going to be following your romantic relationships basically forever. You know what I mean? Like they just become invested. And I would assume that that got very overwhelming for him. And I think the breakup with Cassie was especially overwhelming. This is all speculation, obviously, but I would think in his mind, he has now lost control of the narrative. He had a safety net of like, I'm covered, I'm good. And with Cassie going, he was like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Basically having a breakdown, which is why he acted as dumb and irrationally as he did. And then took this COVID time to be like, I think I just need to end it. And I think I just need to say, otherwise I'm going to be living this life. They're, they're always going to be wondering if I'm dating some girl and that is not the case. Hmm. Yeah, Does I, that make any sense? I mean, I, I guess. No. What do, I don't, I don't know. The, I don't, I don't know. What? I, don't, I guess I'm just not, <laughs> I don't, I don't care one way or the other. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand why he would have ever gone on the show. Like if, if he knew I mean, he, I guess maybe he was just lying to himself and telling himself that he wasn't Absolutely or whatever. Could have been. I mean, he not blames it, but he explains a lot of it away by his upbringing. You know, he was raised in a really strict Catholic household and he went to Catholic church. He played football, you know, and he goes, those guys, I, if I had come out and told them that back then in high school, it would have been the end, which I get. I'm like, I totally. And then it just, it happened. And it was just sad when he was explaining at one point, he goes, you know, it was a laughing stock. Everybody called me the Virgin Bachelor, you know, which we made fun of that. And he goes, I had no reason that I was a virgin other than the fact that I was gay and I couldn't tell anybody. So to everybody watching, it didn't make any sense why I was still a virgin. Well, see, if that's the case, I feel like there are reason for people to be upset because he was actively not attracted to girls, not going after girls, but he saw well, this this. He- he did say he loved Cassie. He, was she, she specifically asked about that relationship. And my thing about, I do hope, I, I have no idea where they stand right now. It doesn't sound like the relationship ended real well and like there's any good feelings. I would hope he gave her a heads up that, first of all, this is the situation. Second of all, it's about to come out. Like it's a big interview. Because Don't you think she probably knew? 
I don't know. I don't know. But I, I do know that as great of a day as this was for him to kind of get this out and off his chest, this has to be really weird for her and hard for her. And she's processing it as well. Like I look at me going, if I were dating a man for what, two years, two and a half years, and then we break up and I find out after that he was gay, I personally would go, wait a minute. Like, was it real? Was it not? Was I a cover? Was I not? You know what I mean? There's a lot I feel like you would process of, you know, not diminishing who you are and what you believe in, but our relationship as it was. I bet you she was like, you know what? I knew it all along. <laughs> Did you? Absolutely. Well, who else knew it all along? Do you know Billy Eichner? No. He is a comedian and he actually appeared on one of Colton's group dates. They were doing some like relay race or something. Um, you know how they bring on yeah, celebrities right. sometimes. And uh, check out what he said. Egg on a spoon. Is this not criteria that you normally look for? No, the first thing I do, I'm gay. I know that's a shock, Colton. <laughs> and that I think you should look into. Maybe you're the first gay bachelor and we don't even know. I, I, no. <laughs> Put that in your promo. See you later. <laughs> um, I'm going to make you watch this clip because the look on Colton's face when Billy says, maybe you're gay, he looks like a deer in headlights going, <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, that resurfaced. They were tweeting each other today. Um, but I, you know what, personally, uh, listen, I'm, I'm happy for him. I, again, I don't follow Colton. I'm not hugely invested in him, but it does sound like this was, it's gotta be really hard to be living a different life for 29 years, you know, and then doing it in the spotlight and it gets amplified. And then, um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not an easy thing to say it's 2021, but I would imagine that's still a very scary thing to come out and publicly say, knowing he was going to get scrutinized from a lot of people and bachelor nation. And, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy if he can take a big sigh of relief and like move forward, you know, it's not all bad for him either because apparently film crews have been following him the past few weeks. Underwood got himself a Netflix deal. They're doing a Netflix documentary on this, which also has people mad going, this is yeah, like, I it's mean, just it's, fame it's after pretty, fame. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> convenient. Like I, I don't know. I, I, I think that. He is very opportunistic. You do? You mm -hmm. fall on that side? There are a lot of people that think well, that, that I mean, think he just is doing just, this. I, all I know is what we've just talked about. Yeah. And yeah, like if he, why would he, if he knew, I mean, he's like flip-flopping. Like he knew he was gay, but then he knew he wasn't. And I mean, you know, like, like he's very opportunistic. Yeah. Why would he have gone on The Bachelor twice? Three times. Yeah. And The Bachelor in Paradise if he knew deep down yeah, because he was trying to be famous. I mean, why else would you do that? Cause it, it would almost be like a hassle. It would be like, if, if you're not attracted to girls, right. It would, it, you would not like that. Right. I mean, it's like me going on gay bachelor. Oh, I think they'd love you. I really do. Gay guys tend to like me. I know. That's what I'm saying. I think they would love you. And if you yeah. brought Kobe, our little Pomeranian. He could, just, he could like, I could I have mean, a backpack with Kobe I in it. candy, my love. <laughs> I, I feel sorry for anybody who is plagued by whatever. Um, I, I want the best for everyone, but I don't, 
don't think he's handled this right at all. I mean, you think he should have just, well, I mean, to I don't be think honest, he should have gone on the show. I mean, like, Oh, you just mean he shouldn't have gone, period. He shouldn't have had 25 girls falling in love with him if he knew that he was gay. Like, that's very I, disrespectful almost. I agree. I get I get the question has not been answered of why did you fill out the application and go through the audition process to originally be one of the 25 guys fighting for a girl if you knew. And then um, go on Paradise. And then... If you get the call to be Bachelor, maybe that's your time to be like, just turn it down. Don't even say why. Just, no, you know, I'm not. I mean, I guess maybe he thought. I don't know. I don't know. He just hasn't met the right girl yet, and that's why he feels the way that he feels. And I can see that. I'm tired of talking about this. Okay. I can totally see that, though. I can totally understand why, you know, like I said, will it into fruition. And you can't will some things. All right. So on to uh, our next reality star. Do you remember what reality show that was? No. I don't know if I heard that before. I don't know. Did you watch Girls Next Door on E? Oh, the Playboy Girls? Yes. Did you watch that, by the way? Did guys watch that? Um, I know what it is. Yeah. I don't know if I ever watched an episode of it. but I think of it going, I feel like guys would have loved that show. Yeah, I probably watched. I don't know. I I don't remember that song. That song, <laughs> sound that song. Um, I watched it. I loved that show. Which I look back now and I'm disgusted <laughs> that I was so into an 80 year old man hooking up with 20 year olds that he made dress like bunnies. But so this past week, Holly Madison went on a podcast called Call Her Daddy and did an interview, and I listened to the whole thing. Now. I'm just going to warn you guys, if you don't already listen to Call Her Daddy, I would not recommend it. We are not the same audience, I think. It's a very different audience. But every once in a while, she'll do interviews with people like this. And I I find these interviews so fascinating. And Holly really went in on what state she was in before she got in the house, what it was like living in the house, um, everything that Dirty Perv Hugh did to her. And I, here's just a little clip and then we'll talk a little bit about it. How did you get to that point ready to leave? Um, it was over the course of a few months because I had a lot of guilt. I felt like I'd made a commitment to be with him. I mean, it's yeah. laughable thinking back, but I felt like I had made a commitment to be with him. And we talked about, you know, being together for the rest of his life. And I, so I felt a little bit guilty about leaving that and also the fact that over the years I'd been living there, I had been like making excuses in my mind for this whole relationship. And I always thought that the other women were the problem. And if they were gone and if I didn't have to deal with any of that bull, then I could be happy. But as everybody was leaving and I started to realize, okay, it's just me and Hef, he started lashing out at me more. And I'm not really sure why that was. I don't know if he was just like stressed because I didn't know at the time, but after I left, I know things weren't so great financially right. for him. So maybe he had some stress or maybe he just didn't have the games of like pitting the three of us against each other anymore right. since Bridget and Kendra were moving out. But he started lashing out at me more for like really stupid things. And I just realized like, I can't be here. Like this guy isn't like, I can't stay here. Right. Okay. So first of all, I guess you didn't watch the show. Her voice is completely different. 
she's pulling a get her done. And she said that he, he was deaf in one ear. So she used to kind of shriek and she would make her voice high. And she goes, and then ultimately it just became a habit. And she, the voice that we all remember from the show is she sounded very ditzy and bimboy. Right. And she's like, that's just kind of the persona I took on. But they made, let's see, she was his girlfriend for seven years from 01 to 08 while the show filmed. She said they made $1,000 a week. He gave them each an allowance, $7,000, excuse me, $1,000 a week. And at the time that she entered the house, there were seven bunnies living in the house. I mean, that, that's a pretty big expense bill on Hugh's part, isn't it? For for what? Like It was to, what she said, quote unquote, it was for them to go shopping and buy stuff for like when they went to pool parties and events and things like that. Um, and if he found out that you weren't spending it on that, he cut your money, but they hmm. were given an allowance. And I was like, that's not a bad living thousand dollars a week. Now, it, when you think of what you're having to do for that thousand yeah. dollars, um, well, probably no expenses. Right. Yeah. But it was, it, I just would suggest reading it or reading her book, um, um, down the rabbit hole, I think. Cause I think that's where a lot of this interview came from, but she said that like he would give them quaaludes. Really? Yes. And that he was like, she was always in a state of either being drunk or high. She's like, I really don't remember that. Um, but was it, the girls were basically being groomed. Holly said she was like 22 when she entered the house. And she's like, the thing that happened in that mansion, she goes, is it was an atmosphere that we couldn't duplicate anywhere else. So I would see girls leave the mansion and they would either become escorts or have to move back in with their parent. I mean, it was not something that you're like, this is my stepping stone somewhere else. She goes, so it's almost like it created a fear of like, I don't want to leave because I don't have anywhere else to go unless I. Were those girls all in the magazine? No, the ones that the, the higher up, I think most of the ones that lived in the house and obviously the main girlfriends and Bridget and Kendra and that were featured on the show were but that was a big part of it is that girls wanted to be in the magazines they wanted more money um and they all slept with him and he told them what to wear and how to groom themselves and i was listening to this going man if Hugh had been alive during this hashtag me too yeah, movement things. he would have been annihilated I mean, it's really disgusting. And it grosses me out to think I used to love watching this show. And I was young too. I mean, I'm I'm Holly's age, right? So I wasn't watching it thinking, I'm younger than her. Am I? I have no idea. Um, but I wasn't watching it going, this is wrong. I think these girls are being taken advantage of and somebody should ask if they're okay. Did, did you not, th <laughs> did you think it was normal? I thought it was entertaining. I mean, I, listen, I know I'm saying that now in a world that our eyes are a whole lot more open, but yeah, back 20 something years ago, I just was like, this is funny. I loved Kendra. I mean, <laughs> she was a hot mess and I loved her. Well, yeah, they didn't seem miserable. They seemed like they were no, enjoying but you know what? Holly whatever. told me they were not paid for the show. Um, that there were clips that she goes, we were told everything would get blurred out. Like they filmed us doing shoots and stuff. And when it aired, it was not blurred out. And she goes, I know that sounds stupid because if you're taking nude photos, why would you not be okay with video? She goes, but it is a very different thing she was and we had girls that did not want to be on video but we were not asked for our consent it was basically Seems very legal it, that's what she was saying she's like we were just like manipulated this whole time and then she finally got out it was just really interesting you remember when we saw her in vegas when she oh, had yeah. her she was a peep show resident and we planet hollywood 
Yeah. Pulled up to go to Koi, our favorite restaurant, and it was a pink a uh, Porsche. Porsche. Yeah, and all the Porsche was in rhinestones. But we knew some that we were like, oh, who is that? Yeah, and she out she that. came, and I was like, oh my God, she's coming here for her show, which started in like an hour. I was like, and oh, that's so you were cool. on Dancing with the Stars with her. Like, you had conversations with her. I was, yeah. So, um, my first season, obviously her first season, we were the two last minute replacements together. That's right. That's right. So, I remember they were keeping us a secret from the cast, they didn't want the cast to even know who we were. So she and I were shuttled upstairs to a hidden makeup room and hair room where we were getting done where nobody else was. And I was, I mean, I watched her. I was like, she's the girl next door. I know who she is. Sorry, I whispered. Um, and I'm just staring at her like, I'm. this is crazy. Cause I, you know, that was a very foreign world. And I remember her makeup artist going, okay, Holly, do you have anything on your face? And she goes, no, just some moisturizer and serum. And I went, what the heck is serum? I've never <laughs> even never even heard of serum. <laughs> I'm like, if I had a phone that had Google, I would have Googled it. But I, I just, I don't know why I remember that moment. Cause I was like, I think I need some serum. Now I have like 8,000 things of serum. But, um, yeah, no, that was just, that was fun. That was it. Okay, cool. Uh, cool, cool. Quick recommendations yeah. and then game time. Okay. Okay. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Rally round up. Okay, this first recommendation is for everybody that wants us to talk about Married at First Sight. I would love to talk about Married at First Sight. I cannot get Ty to watch it with me. I keep saying next season, next season, next season. Um, maybe next season. Maybe. You watch the Australia one with me. I yeah, think I like, you would, re you would really like it. Um, but there is a podcast out with one of my favorite comedians. Her name is Sarah Colonna. And it's called Are You My Podcast? And right now, every other episode they do is 100% dedicated to Married at First Sight. It's very giggly. It's two girls just kind of talking. and it's But it's fun because they have the exact same opinions that we all do. And so I am going to direct all of, all of our listeners over there just for Married at First Sight this season. Okay. okay. Till we can get on the ball and then we'll get them back. Cause it's, it's the one I listen to when I want a married at first sight recap. Gotcha. So are you my podcast? I also want to recommend the Demi Lovato. Oh, I started that today. Documentary dancing with the devil. It's on YouTube. Yep. I started watching it without you. Cause I wasn't sure you'd be into it. And then I told you, you have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I finished the first episode today. And I, I'm just to the point where she ODs. Yeah. Um, no, it's entertaining. I, I don't. It's sad. It's very sad. So it's not a documentary about her life. It, it is literally about the days and weeks leading up to her overdose. And then they get into it from all aspects, her overdose, and then where she is now. And it's just, it is utterly fascinating to hear her and everybody that was involved talk about it. It's really sad. You know, she talks about, I've only seen one episode. How yeah. many are there? Do you know? Uh, four. Okay. So she talks about how she, her life is not hers and she's right. a, a machine. And she's like a Britney Spears. It's like the a exact robot. same situation. She's and, controlled from every point. And when we met her, yeah, that's exactly what right. she seemed like. We met that. So we, we went to uh, one of her shows. It was at the House of Blues here in Dallas. And we got to do the VIP meet and greet where literally they shove a fan up at her. She stands there, takes a picture and leaves. Like you don't talk to her or anything. 
And I remember walking away going, that just felt really robotic. Like she just stands there and she doesn't say anything, smile. Um, even when she was performing, she didn't seem overly happy or excited. It was just like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. I will say, she's one of the most beautiful people I've ever, like in person meeting her, she was stunning. And she had such an amazing voice. Yeah. I didn't know that before we went to the concert. I had no idea what her voice sounded like. It was yeah. great. I'll have to keep watching. Um, anyway, I, I just recommend that. It's really, really good. And then one that you and I need to watch, um, Who Killed Sarah on Netflix? I've heard about yes. this. Yeah. Yes. Who was I... Talking to somebody the other day, I have no idea. And they they said you really you need to watch it. It's kind of like a whodunit. Uh, obviously, Sarah dies, <laughs> and somebody's been wrongfully convicted. And the whole series is about you figuring out who it was that killed her. And so I would like to watch that so we can talk about it next week. Okay, okay? we'll start that. All right, this was quick and short. Let's get to game time. Sweet. And then people can get on with their day. All That's right. right. Okay, so it, this is super simple and kind of stupid, but I was just thinking I have a bunch of headlines in front of me, and these are headlines that were found in newspapers and stuff like that, and you tell me whether you think it is a true story or it's fake. Okay, All right. true or fake. First one is that NASA is installing internet on the moon. On the moon on, or in there? On the moon. Uh, I'm going to say fake. It's true. It's true. NASA is building a 4G network on the moon, which will enable them to control their lunar robots. Okay, like for their stuff? Yeah, but how you install Wi-Fi? Hey, listen, if they can get Wi-Fi on the moon and ours goes out every time it storms, I'm going to be really <laughs> upset. <laughs> it's true. Like, come on now. Um, so, no, that's true. It's There will be internet on the moon for anybody that's good to know. thinking of taking a trip good out there. Good to know. And about this one, eight-year-old girl pulls medieval sword from lake. I'll say that's true. It is true. A Swedish eight-year-old girl pulled out what she thought was a stick from, excuse me, Vidostern Lake. It's in Sweden. It's estimated to be at least a thousand years old or even date back to the fifth or sixth century. That's probably worth something. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. What was it? I don't know. It didn't in the lake. Oh, this one. A university banned the use of capital letters to avoid scaring students. That's false. It's false. Good job. <laughs> you you know what, though? It wouldn't shock yeah, me. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hopefully that's false. Aspen man hires stuffed owl as his defense attorney. That's false. It's true. It's true. It's stupid. What? Charles Abbott of Aspen, Colorado, was accused of violating a protection order involving his former roommate, and in court, Abbott placed a fuzzy stuffed owl at the defense table and told the judge that the owl, whom he named Solomon, would be his legal counsel until a public defender was assigned to the case. Dude's going crazy. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Um, next one. Couple in California named their baby girl with an emoji, and the emoji is the heart, the emoji with the two hearts and smiles, three times. So heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, and then her last name is Reiner. That seems like something somebody would do. <clears throat> I'll say true. Thankfully, it's false. <laughs> but it's not far off. I do not think that we are far off from somebody <laughs> having an emoji. Well, wasn't, what was um, 
Elon Musk. His oh, kid's name was a bunch of letters. Something weird, yeah, right? Yeah, periodic table symbols and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know. Um, school bans parents from sports day for bad behavior. Oh, true. True. Yeah. They became banned after becoming too competitive and threatening staff. Um, gorilla learns to knit clothing. I'm going to say true. False. Oh. I bet they could, though. <laughs> All right. Boy, this went by fast. I should have gotten more of these. Spinach is taught how to send emails. What? Spinach is taught no, false. how to send emails. It's true. Here, here you go. Ready? <clears throat> Scientists have managed to engineer spinach plants, which are capable of sending emails. Through nanotechnology, engineers at MIT in the U.S. have transformed spinach into sensors capable of detecting explosive materials. These plants are then able to wirelessly relay this information back to the scientists. When this the, is the dumbest thing I've ever I'm heard. not done. When the spinach roots detect the presence of nitroaromatics uh, nitro in water, a compound often found in explosive-like landmines, the carbon nanotubes within the plant leave, uh, the, excuse me, plant leaves emit a signal. This signal is then read by an infrared camera, sending an email alert to the scientists. What? <laughs> oh, I should have done more. I didn't realize these would go so fast. That's goofy. I did see one that, um, what was it? It was, and it had a, a video with it of a plane literally doing a barrel roll. And it said, plane does barrel roll during high winds and i went oh my gosh i can't imagine being <laughs> on that plane and it made me think you remember that plane ride that we were on that we went to go land and we were like a foot from yeah, landing he, and then he went, he right went back straight up. back up yeah that was that was a little scary i threw up the lady there. behind me passed out mm -hmm. it was not a fun what wasn't our best flight why do they do that so he saw somebody he didn't like <laughs> too <laughs> windy or saw, i don't know but it was bad he saw two copperheads with their croatia yeah, out maybe and yeah. Kaloica. <laughs> hey, you remembered it. Oh, it's funny. Um, oh, right. I think that's it. You got anything else, Strickland? I'm good. All right. I'm good, I'm good. Hey, guys, have a fantastic week. Make sure that you leave a rating, leave a review. Send me a message. You know we read them and love for you to be a part of the podcast. And then we will see you. We will record early so that we're both here next week. You got but it. But we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. All right, over now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.